Yeah. Yeah. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Follow me back to my nest. Level line with the podcast. Teach you lesson cause I got class. Level line with the impact. You be lying, that's a real fact. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Follow me back to my nest. Level line with the podcast. Welcome to the Lebu Lion podcast. I'm your host, Lebu Lion, and I'm really excited to be here. On this podcast, we talk about everything marketing, entrepreneurship, pop culture, and how all of those things come together to make the world a better place, to make you richer, to make you happier, and just to impact lives in a positive way, man. You know, I'm really excited because today is the first video podcast that I'm doing ever. You know, I've never done it. And I thought, let's just take it up a notch. I said this year, we're going to take it up a notch. And this is our first one, you know. And as we keep going, we're going to make them better and better and better. But right now, I'm going to take my own advice and work on consistency, you know. A lot of people have been saying to me, we want you on YouTube. And I'm saying, okay, I heed your call. I'm going to be on YouTube. You're going to see me speaking on this podcast and see how I come up with all of this crazy content, right? Because a lot of the time people will say to me, where do you get your ideas? Where do you get your information? And I'm like, it just comes from the top of my head. If I'm being quite honest, it just comes from the top of my head. If I feel the spirit moving me and it says, talk about this thing, I talk about it. You know, we're all different and that's kind of what drives me to create the content that I create for this podcast. So let's dive into it. Today, I want to talk about something that really irritates me. You know, I know we're supposed to have composure. I know that we're supposed to behave a certain way when they go low, you go high, blah, blah, blah. And that's wonderful. But let's be honest for just a couple of seconds here. Okay. We are all people and the world is not a perfect place. So there are going to be things that irritate you as a human being. There are going to be things that grate you and that make you feel really passionate about correcting them or make you really passionate about offering solutions to those things that don't work or the things that are making progress uh, uh, hard that are barriers to move forward movement that are barriers to positive change and this thing that i'm talking about for me is a real barrier to positive change because i see it happening often and i also have experienced and observed the negative effects of this thing right and it's something that i also get dragged about on twitter all the time and you know it's a rite of passage on twitter if you have anything really valuable to say you will be dragged okay so don't take it offensively don't take it personally that's just how it is embrace it it means you're doing something right and also if you're really creating creating content and you're speaking truths or you're speaking just realities that need people to confront themselves expect them to be upset expect resistance it's only normal it's not about you 
<laughs> it's about them. So this thing that irritates the life out of me that I see online is digital plagiarism. And I'm going to call it digital plagiarism because I think that on the ground, so offline, there's a bit more management about how people plagiarize and how people steal other people's work. And so there seem to be more repercussions, more systems in place. And the legal system has a framework that has already accommodated this idea that people do steal your work, right? But online, the climate is different because people behave differently online. And so I think people have just stepped into this reality that because i'm online it's different there are no rules i can do whatever i want and it doesn't matter and it's just about how many followers i have and if i have a lot of followers then it makes me the person who came up with it or if i have a lot of followers it means that nobody will think that i didn't come up with it because i've got more followers than the person who came up with the thing or with the content you know and it it frustrates me to the core that is theft if you're going to steal somebody's tweet Put it on a Canva template and put it on your own page and not credit that person. That is theft. If you're going to write an ebook and you're going to use somebody's content, whether it's from their blog, whether it's from their website, whether it's from their Twitter, whether it's from their Instagram caption, and you do not credit the source or ask for permission, that is theft. It is the same as taking somebody's book and copying everything that's in the book and then putting your own name and own cover on it and saying this is my book it is not you've stolen something guys and the theft of intellectual property right the theft of ideas is probably the hardest theft to to navigate through because how do you prove that somebody stole something from you and where's the paper trail like how do you know how many people have stolen your tweets or how many people have stolen your blog posts or how many people have used your content to create presentations at work and this has happened to me right many many times and i felt lots of frustration from it i felt i felt as if What is the point of creating this stuff if it's only going to be stolen and I don't get the credit for it, right? And a lot of people will say, but that's an ego-driven way to think about this thing, you know? Because are you creating to get recognition or are you creating for impact? Are you creating to touch the right people? Are you creating because you just want to share? And I, I understand that debate, but I think that in business and in anything that can ge- generate money or have some kind of commercial opportunities, you have to put a bit of ego into that. You have to protect the work that you create because that same work that you're creating could be opening doors for somebody else who's literally using that work as their own. So you could tweet something on a regular day and somebody else could take it, take the same tweet, put it in the presentation that could be what lands them the deal, right? And then they get a million rands or five million rands and you don't even get a share of that, you know? And I know for a lot of people, this concept is so arbitrary. Like it's so hard for them to to picture what it looks like. What does it really mean to steal from someone, you know? And I like to give the example of Martin Luther King, the I have a dream speech. There is nowhere in the world where you can go, where you can say that I have a dream speech and say it's yours. Everybody knows that it's Martin Luther King's speech. And when you say it, you have to say in the words of Martin Luther King in his speech, I have a dream X, Y, Z, 
You know, you cannot just appropriate that speech. It's an important speech. It's changed the way society lives and views so many things. You cannot appropriate that as your own just because you copy-pasted it onto your own design or your own book and decided that you want it to be yours. No. You know, we see it also in the music industry. I mean, I was watching a YouTube video with a, a composer and I forgot his name, but he's a composer from America who has made a lot of songs. He's made a lot of music in his time. And he was talking about how somebody actually showed him that a lot of rappers are sampling some of his beats, right? And the first thing he said in that YouTube video was, I called my lawyer and I asked him, do we have a case and how much is in it for me here? You know, and that's, that's something that I want to drive that people who are creating things, creatives, I'm not selling you a, a physical product. What I give you is intangible. You can feel it, but you can't necessarily touch it. And just because you're feeling it, it doesn't mean that you own it. You own your feeling, but you don't own the music that made you feel that way, you know? And so once this guy realized that rappers, you know, were sampling his music, even though he was honored, he also wanted to be paid his dues from that even though he's a wealthy man he still said but that's work that i did that's my labor part of that song's brilliance is from my work and so that work needs to be credited they have to say you are the one who did this and then he must be rewarded appropriately for that you know and this speaks to progress it speaks to history it speaks to creating narratives as African people, we love to cry about how we have been left out of the pages of history, right? We cry about it all the time. And it's the truth. We have been left out of the pages of history. People have tried to rewrite our stories. People have tried to own our stories and our inventions. And that has caused so much psychological damage in the black environment, in the African environment, that we believe that we never created anything. We believe that we never invented things. We believe that we were not smart. We believe that we were taught how to think by other races because our history was taken from us and hidden away. Because our invention, the right to own our inventions, was taken away from us by the system to further their own rhetoric and their own narrative of white people started this first, white people created this first, you know? So they use that. They, they know that storytelling creates that propaganda that's needed to make people think and feel a certain way about themselves and about others. You know, it's part of the indoctrination. It's part of the selling your country or your race to the people that you want to benefit from it. Right. So we create, we cry about how our history has been taken away from us. And yet right now in 2021, us as African people are doing it to each other. By screen munching people's tweets and then posting them without putting that person's face, without putting that person's name. By taking their blog, uh, their blogs or taking their captions on Instagram or taking whatever they may be doing and then posting it as our own because we want to grow on social media. Because we want to be known as thought leaders for things that we don't even know how to do. So not only is that theft and in the sense that you're taking my identity, in the sense that you want to own what I know how to do and pass it off as your own. But you know what else it's doing? 
It's limiting opportunities for all of us, right? And we can take us out of the African context. We can take it to an industry context. I just use African people because it was a great example for me to use, but we can take it to different industries. We can take it to different religious groups, whatever the case may be, just in different communities. What happens when the wrong people take information that's not theirs and they post it as their own? What happens, right? The information is great. So people give it attention. And when it gets attention, opportunities come. Then people will say, we would love to work with you on this and this project because of this information that you've been sharing. You're amazing. Then you step into that boardroom, you step onto that project and you don't know what you're doing right but you keep going anyway because you've been lying because you've stolen so you have to keep up this pretense and these appearances and then when the project doesn't work out what happens you walk away with a paycheck and you just keep moving forward but what does it mean for everybody else who's investing in that industry through content through whatever it is that they're sharing what happens to them companies start to say well no don't trust marketers. They don't know what they're doing. Don't trust content creators online. They actually lie. They don't know what they're doing, you know? And then what also happens? It discredits the people who are the originators of the information. Why? Because people will assume that because you came onto projects and you didn't know what you were doing, they can assume that the information that you share on a regular basis online is actually information that you probably took from somebody who's a real thought leader, like a Seth Godin, like a Gary Vee right? In other words, African people, white or black or any other race, don't actually have the capacity to come up with original ideas or with content and work that is globally competitive, with content and work that is something that can be valuable all over the world, that we cannot hold our own in rooms because we need to be supported by those other countries and those other thought leaders because we cannot think for ourselves. It's a spiral. It's a spiral, guys. You do not want people who are not good at what they do to be the representatives of the thing that you are trying to invest in. You know, you don't want that. There is literally no progress. That is literally how you stop progress in its tracks. That's how we stop Africa from being great. By putting the wrong people on the wrong stages or putting the wrong people on the right stages. Right? So me tweeting about plagiarism isn't a small thing. Universities asking you to credit the source is not a small thing. People suing others for stealing their ideas is not a small thing. It's a big deal because it has an overriding effect on everything. Not just on me, not just on the people who know me and love me and benefit from my existence, but from the whole system. Everybody loses from one idiot who decides that they don't believe enough in their own thoughts and their own ideas to produce content that is theirs, that is original and authentic to them. And I know a lot of people will say, oh, but there's no such thing as an original idea. Actually, there is. Actually, there is. We can all talk about the same thing as different thought leaders. But because we are different people with different life experiences, we're going to talk about that thing in different ways. That's what makes my content mine and Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie's content hers. That's what makes Beyonce's song hers and Ariana Grande's song hers, right? Right? 
Because once you put an individual in front of something, once an individual is responsible for creating something, it is their unique imprint on it, their life experience, how they grew up, what they know, um, how they perceive things. That's what makes it different, right? But it will always be people who don't believe in their own thoughts, who don't believe in their own greatness, who try to steal from others because they're too afraid to actually challenge themselves to be themselves, right? And once you're living in a state of creation, where you're creating content, you're writing things, you're doing whatever you do, you give freely because there's so much of it in you. You know, you're not, you're not saying I'm going to give this because I want to be respected by people. You're just giving because it's in you and it's not supposed to stay in you. It's supposed to be shared with other people. And by sharing it with other people, they're supposed to use that to create something new, to showcase it in their perspective to other people, because the way I communicate, it might not work for the people, you know, so it might be your job to take what I'm saying add your experience to it add your twist to it and share it with your people but we cannot keep living in this pinterest culture where every single thought is by anonymous or every single thought is by really famous and wealthy people who cannot be denied relevance like oprah or steve jobs or whoever the case may be you know, we don't build thought leaders by silencing them. We actually build them by crediting them. That's how we lift them up. That's how you find a label lion going to Davos. That's how you find a label lion speaking at an important American event. That's how you, you find label lion speaking in, at the Sona. Because so many people were interested in what she was doing, were inspired by what she was doing, were touched by what she was doing, that they decided to amplify her. They decided to showcase her to other people. They decided to explain what she's saying to people who don't understand. And that's raising her name, raising her talent, raising it, and feeding that idea that we all should give abundantly and freely. Because you're not at risk when you're doing that because people will actually say, no, but this is the person who did it. The world is not full of anonymous. The world is full of people and those people have names and they have thoughts and we need to respect that, you know? And I've seen it a lot in the marketing industry as well, where there's a lot of theft. There's a lot of intellectual theft. People steal ideas. People steal concepts, you know, you try to pitch to some corporates and what do they do? They say, okay, thank you. Bye. And then they steal your idea. You know, it's so bad. It's so bad. That's how industries have become irrelevant. That's how you're finding spend on really strange campaigns that don't make sense. That's how you're finding Twitter influencers who are getting really big and getting corporate sponsorship and corporate collaborations and work, but they don't actually fit anything because somebody decided to be dishonest at some process of something. And then that created a ripple over effect that made it a playground for everybody who's dishonest to enter the system. And a system that's full of dishonest people is a system that's full of people who don't actually use their real talents for good, which means that they're in spaces that they shouldn't be in using the resources to do ridiculous things. And then people will say, oh, social media doesn't work. 
oh influencer marketing is stupid oh marketers are really stupid people marketers don't know what they're doing marketing doesn't have value it starts with that it starts with the idea that people will hire their friends who can't find employment in other industries but might have an hr degree or whatever the case may be and they'll put them in the marketing department where they don't belong right and then that person is going to lead talented marketers and not know what they're doing and then do what with it and then create an unfavorable and unappealing environment for those people and lead them to the wrong place make them frustrated and then they'll stop valuing the industry that they love so much so this issue of plagiarism is not a joke as a papadi it's not a joke it's not a plaything it has real overriding effects you know the things i tweet could go in a book some of them could be chapters in a book every time you take what i'm doing and you write it in a book and you don't credit me or ask for my permission every time you take my tweets and you put them on your t-shirt and you say anonymous you're making me invisible you're making my opportunities go in, the, in another direction because it will seem like i didn't come up with the stuff it will seem like somebody else was the thought leader of the thing you're taking away my opportunities even though i'm being true to my path it's the same as corruption any kind of theft is wrong because it takes away from the people who are supposed to benefit from that thing and when people benefit from things that they're supposed to benefit from what do they do they give back they grow the industry they grow their communities and then what does that do it puts less reliance on the the leaders who don't want to change things and it puts more power in the people the community and when communities are empowered what happens they can buy things they can go to school they can be educated they can create more value in the economy because they can participate in it and what does that mean for you as an entrepreneur or a creator it means you've got customers It means you've got an audience that you don't have to teach everything and you can actually just focus on creating instead of saying this is how you click the link in my bio. You know because a lot of us are still doing that and it's really frustrating but it's because of corruption it's because of our our education system it's because of all of these crazy little things these inefficiencies these selfish and disgusting inefficiencies that make it hard for other people to make their talents a viable and valuable thing in society it makes people hold back it makes us think twice before we think about sharing what is god given to us that will help another person or will impact society in the right way so i think for me it's just the sense of you know i i heard seth godin say in this noisy era that we're living in it's very easy to produce average products for average people you know you will win the system is there the blueprint is there it's very easy and that's okay you do that but what you don't do is you don't take away the room and the platforms for the people who are trying to create something new or who are offering something else to the market that doesn't exist don't silence them don't take away their voices because when you do that average becomes all that we know average becomes all that we are and we have to look to other people outside of our continent to tell us how to grow and to tell us what is valuable
So plagiarism is not okay. And I think as business people, as entrepreneurs, as creatives, as content creators, we really need to think twice about when we're creating our content or creating our strategies that we do not steal from another person. That we really open ourselves to the idea of collaboration. And if we really like how Label Lion thinks, then we hire Label Lion or we collaborate with her or we outsource her as a consultant. You know, we don't take from her. That if we want followers on social media and we want to be travel bloggers, that we don't take Label Lion's captions and we use them as our own because we feel like we can grow really quickly because we're also sharing content that's a bit easier to digest than hers. So we'll post a nice picture of a vacation and use her, her, her captions. It's not okay you know and i might be speaking to the wrong people who are listening to this podcast but i've observed it online i've observed it and i hate that pinterest keeps posting anonymous quotations mandela's not anonymous you watching this thing is not anonymous you've got a name you've got a background you've got a history why would somebody have the audacity to erase your impact on the world just because they want a couple of social media clicks and likes no no please This cannot be the era where we're making thinking and ideas irrelevant because all that matters is who put it there first in their caption. Actually, not even. What matters is who has the most followers who will use that. And how apologetic people are when somebody who has a lot of followers steals ideas and captions and things from people. Because they're like, but we want to hear it from you because we like your makeup. We want to hear it from you because you've got a million followers. So we just want to believe that all greatness comes from you. That because you're a fashion influencer, you might also be a marketing expert. Right? It's mad to me. It's mad. It's mad. It's wrong. And it impacts the African child the most. And that's what I want us to understand. The African child whether they're white, black, whatever the case may be. Elon Musk didn't have to uh, move to the States because of anything arbitrary. It's very clear why he had to move there. There are more opportunities. There's more of a playground for you to create something and to own it and to get support from the infrastructure that exists. You know? And that speaks to not stealing. It speaks to competition because when you don't steal, you give room for competition. When you're stealing, you're stifling competition. We don't want more of our great people to have to move to other countries because when they create here, there's no value for it. You know, there's no room for it because it's just going to be taken and put somewhere else and they'll say Anonymous did it. Right? And if you're a marketer, you also know what I'm talking about. I've had a lot of entrepreneurs and marketers and inventors who say, I invented this thing and this corporate stole it from me. It strips you of your dignity. It truly does. When somebody will steal something from you and then gain commercially from it and get a promotion from it and get celebrated and put into history books and all of that stuff from it. And how do we stop this? We stop this by being people who don't do it and then calling out the ones who do. We stop this by not retweeting and reposting somebody who's obviously stolen something from Pinterest or who's obviously taken something from somebody that you've seen. You don't say God will deal with them. No, God won't. 
you need to be part of that dealing with them. And that comes in being somebody who has integrity in how they behave and exist online and how they behave and exist in the world. If you don't support theft, you shouldn't support it anywhere where you exist. You shouldn't be part of it. You shouldn't be somebody who is taking part. You shouldn't accept theft or take part in that kind of behavior if you are not the kind of person who steals. It's not easy. It's not easy to lead with your morals it's not easy to lead with what's good but you know what it's so rewarding it's so rewarding not only does it make room for thought leaders like me but it also makes room for you wherever you want to impact wherever you want to be great and i think that's what's important so for me with this podcast i think yeah i'm gonna end it on a very somber note i think because what we're doing to each other online when we're stealing each other's content is is not just disgusting it's really detrimental to our growth it stifles our voices as african creators it stifles our relevance and it puts the wrong people in power who also put the wrong people under them and the cycle of no merit no talent no relevance just gets bigger and bigger and bigger that circle gets bigger and bigger and eventually we won't know what's going on or how to fix it. And that's my plea. Plagiarism is wrong. Stealing somebody's intellectual property is wrong. Stealing someone's idea, using it without their permission is wrong. And when we get into that kind of mindset, then we're going to start seeing the world in a much better way. We'll start to see who really has value, who's really sharing the right information, who's really for our country when we want to vote. We'll be able to see who's ready for us because the theft manifests itself in different ways right but yeah guys that's my five cents about plagiarism i'll keep talking about it i won't stop and you'll see my tweets if you haven't already and you'll see articles that i'm going to write because i'm not about it and what are your thoughts what do you guys think about plagiarism about people stealing your content online about how people behave about what they steal online have you been a victim to it and if you have, what happened? Share your story with me. I really want to know. I think, you know, there could be somebody watching this podcast who's trying to create software that's going to make sure that people don't steal other people's IP. You never know. So never be afraid to share your story. You never know who's watching and what kind of innovation they'll come up with just from seeing your story and understanding what you're about. Tell me, have you been, have you been stolen from? Have you stolen from somebody? And you didn't know that you were doing it? Let me know. And what do you think about this whole Pinterest anonymous? Anonymous said, anonymous said, anonymous. What do you guys think of that? Is there an anonymous? Or are they people who are not being given the credit that they deserve? Okie dokie, guys. Until our next podcast, I just want you to have the courage to keep chasing your dreams, to keep going. Even when times are tough, take a break, but don't stop. Never stop and quit. You know, take a break, but don't quit. Don't quit. We need you. We need you to unearth that calling that's inside of you. We really do. I really believe that. I really, really believe that. And don't forget to subscribe to this uh, channel, to listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes, the Label Line Podcast. Subscribe, tell your friends about it, retweet, repost, let me know, and we'll have a conversation. I'm always about conversations. And until next time, 
Remember, the only way to eat an elephant <laughs> is one bite at a time. I'm Lebo Lion, signing out.